Hello there, darlings. Welcome to the Clockwork Cabaret. They are old. They are not here. They are the weird aunties that you didn't know you needed or wanted. And now, for a friendly reminder, this show is for adults. That darling DJ duo, Emma Davenport and Lady Attercop, drink cocktails, have potty mouths, and at least one of them was raised by wolves. Welcome to the Clockwork Cabaret. I'm Emma Davenport. And I'm Lady Attercop. And this is a special edition. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, that's right. It's a different intro. We did a different thing. There's there's no cuckoo clock. How, I know. How will we know when the show starts? Has the show started? It has started right uh, now. Uh-oh. Welcome. I'm not ready. Welcome, friends and listeners, to this very exciting, very, very, <laughs> very fun-packed animated episode. Oh, I see what you did there. I oh. saw. I got your pun. Yeah, thank that you. That was very good. Congratulations. Thank you. you thank you. Thank you. I'm very proud of myself. We're going to point out, this is the episode we point out every time we make a joke. Yes, it's true. I, as opposed to every other episode where we point out when we've made a joke. So really nothing yeah, new. No, nothing has changed. The only thing that has changed is this is a steampunk-free episode. Oh, uh-oh. Yeah, no, this is totally, so we're experimenting, we... we're experimenting a little bit here. Uh, we're going to, none of this music is steampunk at all. But Emmett, what shall I do with all of my various gears? Uh, and my bad British accent. Have they no place here? No, you can totally do all of that. That's oh, okay. fine. Okay. Just, That's fine. I don't know what to do without my... You my... can be Doc Ock. I don't care. You can be the steampunk <laughs> version of Doc, Dr. Octopus. Sure, I, you'll be Liv. I'll be there Liv. you go. Yes, and with that, I'm that gives Liv. you a hint... That gives you a hint of this uh, episode's theme. We're totally, totally going to be geeking out uh, over yeah. Spider-Man Into the oh, Spider-Verse, yeah. which we both saw quite a long time ago yeah, so. and have been trying to uh, work up the nerve. Well, to, not the nerve. No, the, the time to do an episode. We, we've got the nerve. But now, but now we've just decided that we're going to hijack our own show. <laughs> And totally do something different. Because it dawned on us, hey, we could do that if we want to. Yes, we can. We could just do that. There are uh, no rules. No rules. Just right. It's our old show. But I will warn our younger oh. listeners that, that some of the music and some of our talking bits may be a little bit more adult-like right. uh, like than some, what, what you're used to. Some because, grown-up language yes, might occur. Sometimes we get a little excited, and since we are not doing a steampunk episode... <laughs> We're going to be a little bit more unfiltered. Yes. So a you little may, bit less Victorian. Yes, so you may get a little bit more of, of Emmett, Emmett and Lady Attercup uncut. <laughs> How we actually talk. <laughs> yes. How we yeah. actually talk IRL. Also, um, spoilers, if you yes. have not seen Into the Spider-Verse. Why? Why not? Well, Why haven't you? Because they're waiting for the Oscars. I don't know. But if you haven't seen it, uh, spoiler warning. This is yep. your spoiler warning. Yep. Uh, we're not planning on spoiling the movie, but there might be some plot points that we discuss that are, in fact, spoilers. Yes. So if you haven't seen the movie, you're planning on seeing it, uh, turn it off, come back, 
come back to unless that. unless come you don't care to, unless you don't care or else you don't care yeah if you uh, don't care about and spoilers if you're not planning if you haven't seen the movie and you're not planning on seeing the movie you should you should fix that yes this is a very very good movie Especially you sh- if you are oh. a fan of animation. Or, or Spider-Man. Or Spider-Man. This is my favorite actually, Spider-Man movie. Actually, and even... And I like the Tobey Maguire movies. Come fight me, nerds. I like the Tobey Maguire movies. I see you looking at me over there, Emmett. Don't oh. Come fight me. Well, no, come I, over to my microphone I, no, and fight me. I have to say that I'm not a Spider-Man f- fan. But, okay. But, yeah. Like, I, I know... I know of the background stories. Well, I know the yeah, origin stories. Knows. I know I know some of the the weird offshoot things. I I had I I collected X Men comic books and there's some crossover episode issues sometimes and things. Spider-Man fought Wolverine. Yes, yeah, sometimes Wolverine and Spider Man fought. Sometimes, you know, Fantastic Four and Spider Man showed up in an X Men thing, you know. Sometimes there was a secret mm-hmm. war and something happened and Spider Man was a secret war. Spider-Man's costume turned black and oh, weird, and then it became an alien and not just a suit because that's a thing. Symbiote. And well, then there was a clone. We haven't uh, also yeah, there was a clone. There's there, a, there's, a, there's been a lot of Spider-Man. Yes, there's a lot of Spider-Man there's a lot of things. Spider-Man. Yeah, but uh, we we haven't seen Venom, so we're not going to discuss Venom. No, no, we will not. But I hear it's weirdly homoerotic, so I'm well, interested. Tom Hardy. I mean, <laughs> I'm I'm on board for that. Uh, I mean, and okay, so. That, that might not be necessarily true of the movie. It might just be the fan art I've yes, seen. Maybe. Which, yeah, all right, yeah, no, that could be it. <laughs> I um, mean, I once, did spend a lot of time as a, as a web car, comic yes, artist, artist yes, so well, my gauge might not be the, the, the populace at large. Also, gauge. once again, I would just like to comment on Tom Hardy. He's, he's got some pretty lips. Yeah, no, I have words for the description of those lips. I know you do. <laughs> oh, no. and, and I am not going to no, say we're them. Not there yet. No, we're not there yet. No, no. Later, later on in the podcast, maybe. No, there's, yeah. Steampunk After Dark. It you're going to guess Darwin, it is Mr. Ducky. totally a Steampunk After Dark comment. I know where you're going. We, we're Ooh. just not used to white boys with lips like that. Mm. Well, we are. Tom Hardy. There's a, several of them. but Are there? Oh, yeah, there's several... There are several pretty actor boys with very nice like lips. Some, with some, some Angelina some Jolie lips. lips. Yeah. Pillowy, pillowy lips. Yes. <laughs> I'm trying to think of other white boy actors. I am, I'm not coming to mind. But I'm not. Maybe I'm just not thinking of them. Oh, th- I had a list a at list? one okay. point, but I don't have Curate it right it. now. Curate I had to think about it later. Think this about is, it. Apparently, this is going to be a very steam, but we're just like, <laughs> this is a children's cartoon, and we're getting a little. No, well, that's we're that's because we're talking about Venom. We're getting a little gilded in the loins for those. Yes. So let's like okay. back it up. All right, all right. Back it up to the car- children's cartoon. To the cartoon part. Okay. <laughs> Our listeners are like, "What is this show?" <laughs> well, and to be, we do have music, so don't there is, worry. No, there's, there's still some, music. There's, there's oh, still music. I, yes, I. We can talk. I, I don't even know where to start because you because we've already there's a, we were already going before yeah, we the were, microphones were turned on and I'm just like a seething. I've all right. so much to How about say okay, here. let's mm-hmm. All right. Let us Let's her. start How about how about we'll play we'll some play music. The, the we'll play, play music. the first we'll per, play the first three songs that we want to play. Okay. And then when we come back from the music break, we then talk about let's talk about the first the opening. Okay. Like I can we'll talk we'll about the we'll 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 go we'll go chrono- chronologically through the movie. Well, we won't. But we won't. But we'll start. <laughs> we'll start at the beginning at least. Yeah, and then, 
you know, and then we'll work our way yeah. through to right. what we want to what we want to talk about. Yeah, and then it gives it gives yeah. us a little bit of a focus. Yeah, because no. we're not well, we're not no. good with focuses. No. No. We need to pin things into a map and go. This yeah, is no. it. We should have written things down. But oh we're, gosh, no, we never write. That would <laughs> what would we do with a script? Veer off of it wildly. That's true. So yeah, so really nothing has changed yeah. on this show. It's just the topic, the and, topic the, and, and the music. And the music and the, the, the discussion of Tom Hardy and his pillowy lips. Sorry. I won't it'll it'll stop stop bringing it up. I can't help it. It just amused me so hard. <laughs> like I'm just I'm like, no, no, tell me more. <laughs> like, I, felt, I don't see this side of Emmett very often. I, I'm just, felt, I'm I felt that way about him in it. Mad Max. I can't help it. it, it that's why they put the mask on his they face. They had to distract, to distract me you. from the fact that he's got really nice lips. Same, same with uh, same when he was playing Bing Batman. I, that's why yeah, I had no, to stop yeah. watching uh, Peaky Blinders. He had a beard. Well, I know, but him and Cillian, Killian Murphy, Cillian in, the, Murphy. in scenes together, I just couldn't help think. I, I really wanted kiss. them to kiss. And they didn't. And I, I assume they didn't. I stopped watching after. Wait, wait if they did. When they didn't, I haven't. Back on yes, let me know if they did. Hey, Peaky Blinders, I know how you can get my attention again. Yeah, I just, I kind of lost the thread of the show, and so I, I... Yeah, once they got rich, I was like, what? Yeah. And then I couldn't understand anything Tom Hardy said <laughs> in that role. Yes. I mean, I'm pretty good with accents usually. Mm, no. He just was like, wait, I have to put the subtitles on. Go back. What, what, wait, what did he say yeah, five words you ago? I can't figure out. Yeah. Huh? If he, if he and the Killian Murphy character made out, I'd be right back on board. <laughs> It's a low bar. It's, it's a not, low bar, Hollywood. Come on. I actually have that rule about a lot of things. Yeah, it's a real <laughs> If low bar. those two characters made out, I would watch this. I'm back on board. It's just, just, you know, the live right? action G.I. Joe movie would totally watch it more. If, if everyone was making out. Well, if Storm Shadow made out with somebody. Just anybody. Anyone. Well, yeah. I mean, Preferably me. But <laughs> He did have that whole extended fight in the water scene. Yes. Shirtless. Well. That was like, wait, I don't know why this is in the movie but hey i appreciate it thank you thank you thank you whoever just pitched that to the studio but like what if we made this attractive man shirtless what if he was also in the water while he was also gi joe it wasn't this a show for cartoon for kids not anymore no no also once again can't talk about things without going off on a weird (laughs) tangent because we can't help it. It's gonna be a good show. It's gonna be a, gonna be a good show. It too. is gonna be a good show. I picked some great music. No, music I'm very, awesome. very excited about it, and We're I'm very, very excited, very excited to talk about this about this uh, movie. So let's get on to the music. I'm gonna press a button, and then uh, we'll come back and talk about Into the Spider Verse. That's right. We'll go into the Spider Verse. Hey, 
All the kids run around playing free and fun while the dogs laugh around the can. Falling down, climbing trees, swimming in the river, no life jacket on their backs. Daughters sharpen the knives and they hunt for food while they watch their children grow. Mothers go into work and they shake the hands of a corporate tycoon's pose. And I'm afraid. Afraid of it all, afraid of love. I'm a gift and a curse to the wilderness when the leaves only turn to brown. The birds fly high and they wink at all of the grandmothers on the ground. The rain pours down in the village dance. My cousins fetch for lunch. While I sit in my room writing letters to my church and things and such, 'cause I'm afraid.
never ever break down But here I am sweeping pieces off of the ground You said you'd never ever play to crowds But I've seen you hoping to play songs to them now I've spent all night long Scared of tomorrow Broke my alarm Everything's almost lost Pick it up slow Before it's gone Today's gifted, effing incredible, get fanned away with grants to pay. This gem well a scripted, definite impeccable. Ride around and put everything in a flow. I'm the nine, I'm look very mean when I foe. Scribe a line, but it's never been at a show. By the times it'll be better leaving in the stove. Cause they wrote another balaz quote stuck in my eyes. Amateur writer dissent. He's a beginner in hopes for your demise. Folks, some of the spies never do try to listen. It's real, I'm mad. I'm clueless when you scribble on your pad. How you gonna criticize with a chisel on your ass, sizzle in your ass? You don't really get why I'm so pissed. Understand? This. Understand this. I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my shit. Yes, I'm fragile. Wish I'd have known. I never thought I'd be so fragile. You're not alone. Then didn't break before it's about to. We've been here before. Famous. Tell me that my name is big as Venus, Jupiter, and then Uranus. Tell me that your anus got your head in it. I can smell the articles and know your heinous. Tell me that you love me, always thinking of me, unconditional. I'm hoping I'm your favorite. Grab a fishing pole and throw me with a shark. That's the feeling I get when you're concentrating on this pen, on this pad. Tell me you're willing to disown my craft. Tell me the feeling of picking apart this track. Stop. Putting my heart and my soul in these lines. Telling me platinum and gold all the time. Looking to bury a deep hole for my drop. This is more than you and this is more than you and your entire building slander and abusing what I call a real is coming from a student Tell myself to use a poem as a oozy empty magazine I seen a magazine you see my trigger finger then I started shooting That was nicotine I'm about to smoke them all a journalist involved he should have known my music Kendrick Lamar, Mayday, and Kendall Morgan with Fragile. Before that, we had Janelle Monet with So Afraid. Long time favorite. Oh, yes. Janelle Monet. I know, I love her. I know, I do too. 
<laughs> and starting off our set was Outcast with Take Off Your Cool, and that was featuring Nora Jones. Yeah. All right. So, okay. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Opens with Opening. Miles Morales. Yes. Sing- singing <laughs> off key and not knowing all the words. And that was like looking like 18 different kids I knew growing yeah. up. And I loved it. Yes. Oh yeah. my gosh. Drawing. Drawing uh-huh. with headphones on in a room. It was the perfect intro to a teenager. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, it, like, like we, we actually were talking about this uh, <laughs> before we were recording, because yeah. why would we actually record these things when we were no. talking about well, it? because we didn't know we were going to go off on that tangent. <laughs> we did. We suspected. Well, but we, just, you know, yeah. we can't help ourselves. Uh, no, we were talking about how it's a great introduction to the character, because, he, again, like he's like a kid you knew. Right. You know? Doesn't know all the, like, just kind of bopping along, doesn't know all the lyrics, got a family that's a little bit overbearing, but loving, and, and it's just a great introduction to the character. Yeah, well, and, and obviously the family is being torn, gone and thrown into three different directions, mm-hmm. and and their morning is their, morning, the morning routine is, is, right. is a thing that happens, and it, and it was very much a... Like, yeah, like, it it felt very organic and very natural, and it was a great, I feel like, for a Spider-Man movie, introducing a character that is supposed to be a teenager acting like a teenager yeah. was oh, weird, amazing. Crazy. And also, Spider-Man is a blue-collar character. Yes. And has always been kind of a yeah. blue-collar character, and that, right along the more like, yeah. dad's a cop, mom's a nurse, you know, they're both going to work, he's going to his prep school. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, that that fits right in with the Spider-Man mythos, makes yeah. you feel like a character you've, you've known. The character design is amazing. Yeah. Holy cow, is it so good. I mean, I know that there was a lot of, like, kind of jokes online about <laughs> the kind of over-exaggerated ridiculousness of the Kingpin. Yeah. But I loved that no, choice. No, I think I that was... I loved that. Just the Kingpin is a massive block well... of meat. Well, he was like a wall, a wall. and a, a human wall, and I and I appreciated oh, that no, design. It worked. It worked so well for the. I mean, he was terrifying yeah. and intimidating. Yeah, and in, in a not just visually, like also like the way that they animated him and the voice that they used yeah. and the character choices they made. But yeah, no, the character design is great. They all look like I. I while the, when we went to see it in the theaters, I would forget I was watching an animated film. Yeah. Because the characters felt fleshed out and real and not necessary, even though there was a talking pig. Yes. Which, that's not a spoiler. Uh, like, fleshed out in a way that made you almost forget you were watching an animated movie, except that it was so beautiful. Well, also, so also one of the things that I appreciated about it was the fact that even minor characters yeah, like that were introduced, characters. they had, yeah, like, that were part of what was going on had had a story yeah. to it to a certain degree like yeah tombstone not so much you knew well. he was kind of a he knew he was a you know he knew he was there he's, and he was and he's he a was, bodyguard and he's a bodyguard he's there to shoot people yeah and like, that's what he did yeah. that was his function like, in the story and he but but like anybody that obviously needed to have a moment yeah, the, had a moment. It's a large. It's a large. There were a lot of characters yeah. in the movie, and that there were it, everybody felt like they had a little bit of a yeah. moment is is an accomplishment. Number one, right. uh, 
Uh, and number two, like, even the background characters looked uniquely designed. Yeah. No one felt generic. Yeah, I was commenting earlier on the fact that that I really liked the fact that there were multiple shapes of people. Uh, the, like, the all of the ethnicity was very, very... Uh, diverse and well, organic like and you felt very much New York. I also really loved this the Miles walking through his neighborhood <laughs> and and obviously being being kind of a cool kid that everybody knew and everybody liked. Uh and I and I liked that because there's a part where a girl's like, We miss you Miles and he's like, Oh yeah, no, miss you too and then he walks away like two beats later and he's like, Wait, she misses me. Oh hey, oh, wait, hey. <laughs> Like, oh. Well, it was a nice, like, it was a really good, uh, from a storytelling point of view, mm -hmm. it was a really good way to show the, the character, um, his, his first, the first problem that we yeah. set up in that, like, he went from a school where he was well-liked yeah. and well-known and well, he a felt big, comfortable. Well, a big fish in a little pond kind to, of, kind of setting, to this, yeah. To this prep school where he's an outsider and kind of a loser and no one talks to him and he's awkward because he doesn't know he doesn't know how to navigate yeah. that social scenario. Well, I don't scenario. even necessarily think he's a loser. I think it's more of the fact that that no, like he's... not a loser, but just he, no, he feels think... he's an outsider. Yeah, and he feels like an outsider because that's a that's a conversation he has with his dad right. because he says, "I'm just in there because the scholarship," and he, and his dad is like, "You pass the test just like everybody else yeah. in there." Yeah. So they've set up like we visually see his comfort level. He's outside of his, right. he's in, an, in a different scenario. He's in a different environment. He doesn't know how to navigate. He feels like an outsider yeah. because he mentions like that's in well, the dialogue. It's... And then it's shown, it's reinforced with him being in class and always being well, a little bit late or a little bit wrong or right. asking the wrong question. Or well, and it's a very common, way. well, it's very common for people who have, for any kids that have, or any adults who are, have grown up this way and are now adults, but anybody who has grown up, uh, with being in any sort of accelerated programs through school and right. things, and then you're, you're put into a new setting where when you were in your old school, you were very, very smart. More than likely, you were also sort of an outsider weirdo for being super smart, but Maybe, but you knew how but, to navigate. But you that knew how scenario, to, yeah, right. you knew how to work that 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 landscape. Whereas then you're put into the situation of now you are surrounded by a whole bunch of other smart people, and you are the new kid, oh. and you're awkward. So I feel like that. I feel <laughs> well, I mean, like I was just awkward in every scenario. Yes. So <laughs> yeah, but it, but it's jokes on you, everyone else. Yeah, but it also and then but then it also plays into the fact that he 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 think. There's a part of him that thinks he doesn't deserve to be there. Well, or and that he doesn't belong. He, well, he, well, that's his whole th character. He yeah. wants to go home. He wants yeah. to go back to his old school. Right. He doesn't want to go to the school. He doesn't yeah. want to be there. His parents are convincing him to give it a try. Yeah. And that, I remember that fits in with the Peter Parker, the right. Spider-Man character, yeah. is that Peter Parker was a nerd and an outsider. Yeah. And, and that in the better versions of Spider-Man, at least I felt like in the better well, versions of Spider-Man. You would that, know better than I do. Yeah. <laughs> That aspect of Peter Parker is kept in that Peter Par Spider Man is a hero. Mm -hmm. Spider Man is a guy that's popular. Right. Peter Parker is not. 
like like that that's one was always one of my fave like when they really kind of and they don't always like but the the versions of spider-man i've really enjoyed are the ones that key into that right that peter it's that whole i've put on a mask it's oh well it's peter it's, parker is a furry right well it's the anonymous peter it's, well spider-man no peter yeah peter parker is a furry when right. he puts on the spider-man mask he can be the funny you know quipping well, wise cracking guy that well, everybody it's, loves it's, but when he's peter parker nobody gives a sh, well, a sh- nikes yes well it's well, <laughs> yeah. well it's the whole thing of of like when you have a, a the, your persona right like you have a persona right. you have this other persona that that well and any kind of actor or like anybody who does some sort of stage theater thing it's that whole thing right. you've put on a costume you've put on this disguise and you you can be whoever you want to be right. because you are protected and safe under this right. under this under mask this kind of an- anonymity yeah and that gives anonymity. you and that gives you that gives you the ability to be a little bit more you right that's that's why and, i said that yeah, peter parker is yeah, a furry yeah well <laughs> And it's Peter per- Parker and has it's- a fursuit at home. And his persona is a spider? And it's a spider man. It's okay. a spider man. Okay. It's got big reflective eyes. That's only in the 70s. Yeah. In the 70s. It was a weird time for Peter. Oh. I stand by it. I stand by That's my fine. analogy. No, that uh, works. Okay. <laughs> I mean, honestly, for, for all of our listeners who are steampunk, steampunk well, dressing, y- 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 dressing y- 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 we all understand. Y'all are nerds. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. You know what I say. When, you know or, what I mean when I say that. And I say that with love. That that's not me crapping on the furry community. No. That is that is a part of the appeal. Well, no, and like, co- like cosplayers who who cosplay feel who, and steampunk. Yeah, and yeah, all, all that stuff. stuff. Like yeah. yeah, every all of us who get dressed up. And goths. Yeah. Going back to yeah. our our teenage roots, yeah. goth. There's there's a certain aspect of theatricality. Well, to it and that, that and, appeals to you and, and armor. Uh-huh. And then they attack the image, not right. you as a person, because right. they don't know anything about you yeah. as a person. It's a lot easier to defend. Right. So, no, yeah. Or a lot easier to just to ignore, because right. it's not it's not directed at you, it's directed at this persona that right. you projected, and they're yeah. too stupid to see it. Yeah. You know, that, that, that it's not the real you. Right. Might be projecting a bit there. Yeah. Well, it also would explain why, <laughs> a as, little bit. why as teenagers, the Spider-Man characters... It's uh, so appealing. It's appealing. And, and yeah. this is a really, like, and again, like, we're setting up that that feeling of con- commonality yeah. that people feel towards Spider-Man. Yeah. And then you have Chris Pines as the perfect Spider-Man, as the alpha Spider-Man. Yes. In a way, in who, this movie. Who I appreciate, but I, I honestly, uh, I, I prefer a beta loser. Be- dad bod. Uh, Peter dad B. Bod. Parker. Peter B. Parker. <laughs> I, I do have to say oh, that we I... we love Peter B. Parker. Yeah. Like, I appreciate... We love Dad Bod Parker. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate the, 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 the good at his job, the perfect at everything Spider-Man. Right. Well, I, but I but think, also, yeah. but also, I like... <laughs> but, but he died. Well, also, I like the fact that it's, he is 10 years, he's Younger. only been, yeah, right. he's only been Spider-Man for 10 years, whereas P- Peter B. Parker has been it for... 20, 30? 16 or something, something. 15 or 16. Yeah, it's it's longer than that. And right. so he's the middle so, aged Peter Parker. So yeah, so so he's got some gray. Right. So he's the, got a so the so the dead Peter Parker, we you don't you don't know where he goes. Like you get to keep him into into a golden into a golden aura of well, perfection right. of perfect super of Spider Man because 
because he dies and you don't tragically. know tragically. But I mean, he, he is he is the golden boy. Right. Spider. He's the perfect Spider-Man. But so that makes him also the least interesting yes. Spider-Man. So yeah. we get more interesting Spider-Man in this Spider-Verse yes. because the perfect Spider-Man has died. Long live the other Spider-Man. Yes, which I'm and, gung, and gung people, ho for. And with that... They're not, all, they're not all men. That's true. And with that, let's play some more music, yeah. and then we'll come back and talk about that. Dad, we'll talk about Dad Bod. Yeah. Dad Bod we'll is... We'll talk about that Dad, Dad Bod. Dad Bod's my favorite. There was a bee, a pretty little bee. I see why you might choose it. I'd rather have a madman wasp, because he plays all the music. Choose the madman wasp. He plays all the music. Oh, <laughs> 
Formidable Tu étais formidable, j'étais formidable Nous étions formidables Formidable Tu étais formidable, j'étais formidable Nous étions formidables Oh bébé, oups mademoiselle, je veux pas vous draguer, promis juré, je suis célibataire, depuis hier putain, je peux pas faire d'enfant et bon c'est pas hé hey, reviens, 5 minutes quoi, je t'ai pas insulté, je suis poli, courtois et un peu fort bourré, mais pour les mecs comme moi, vous avez autre chose à faire, hein. m'auriez vu hier, j'étais formidable, formidable. Tu étais formidable, j'étais formidable Nous étions formidables Formidable Tu étais formidable, j'étais formidable Nous étions formidables Oh, tu t'es regardé Tu te crois beau parce que tu t'es marié Mais c'est qu'un anneau mec T'emballe pas, elle va te larguer comme elles le font chaque fois. Et puis l'autre fille, tu lui en as parlé. Si tu veux, je lui dis, comme ça c'est réglé. Et au petit aussi, enfin si vous en avez. <rire> Attends 3 ans, 7 ans et là vous verrez si c'est formidable. Formidable. Tu étais formidable, j'étais formidable. Nous étions formidables Formidable Tu étais formidable J'étais formidable Nous étions formidables Hé hey, petite Un oh, pardon petit Tu sais dans la vie Y'a ni méchant ni gentil si maman est chiante, c'est qu'elle a peur d'être mamie Si papa trompe maman, c'est parce que maman vieillit Tiens, pourquoi t'es tout rouge bah Reviens, gamin Et qu'est-ce que vous avez tous à me regarder comme un singe, vous Ah oui, vous êtes sains, vous Bande de macaques, donnez-moi un bébé singe Il sera formidable Formidable Tu étais formidable, j'étais formidable nous étions formidables Formidables Tu étais formidable, j'étais formidable Nous étions formidables Hola 
conversation earlier yeah, yeah the thirst for dad bod parker is real yes that's not maybe not your thirst maybe not my thirst but no judgments but no. i'm just judging by my twitter feed <laughs> yes there's, there's a lot of art there was a lot of appreciation for dad bod parker and i can i can understand that it's I, like we're middle-aged we're there ourselves like yeah. our yeah our bodies are not bodies are not a, are not our friends <laughs> they're no longer I don't know how much, I don't know how well I was my friend, my body's friend to begin with, well, but. Yeah, some of us were, were have always been mutual enemies, yes. and then. Eh. Some of us have always had an antagonistic <laughs> uh, relationship with our bodies. Uh, well, I will. Some of us have lungs that are currently trying to murder them. But well, other than that. I will say, as, <laughs> as, as a middle-aged person, uh, and 
someone whose body has is great... not trying to kill them currently. Well, it might be currently trying to kill me, but I will say that that in my younger days, mm. I was. Uh, you were more of a svelte eight. I was Parker. Yeah, I was. I was definitely more more alpha Parker. Disgusting. I know I should. <laughs> just, I was please, say. All right, I will. <laughs> I was. I. I was definitely a lot more fit. Yeah. Um, but part of that was because I uh, uh, did not eat enough food. Well, I was work. starving. Mm. Uh, it's a bad state to be in. And also very angry and grumpy. So less like a good Spider Man. <laughs> and more like a villain. Yeah, That's I was very much more of more a villain esque. Like yeah. yeah, like. Ooh, yeah, I'm not sure what You're what veering into Green Goblin. Yeah, also, yeah, or Carnage possibly ooh. because wanting to murder everyone. Oh, there you go. And yeah, because I was mostly hungry. I was hangry all you the were time. Hangry. So yes. So is is that the theme? Is that the plot of Venom? He's just hangry. He's just a hangry symbiote. Maybe. And he found a friend, and they're gonna live in New York City. I I don't know, but I would watch that. <laughs> yeah. Hey. <laughs> Hey Sony, hire me to write Venom Two. It, it's Venom. Venom it's Venom, the perfect perfect stranger with Venom. <laughs> He's the strange foreign angry angry, angry, angry symbiote from beyond the stars and his hapless friend. <laughs> I don't remember Roommates. the perfect strangers theme. I don't either. But uh, but yeah, but but yeah, so I understand the, the betrayal of of betrayal of your, of body. your body as yeah, you get but older. He's still a great Spider-Man. Yes. He's, he's I unfortunately bitter. do not have those uh th- those those me- those superpowers that no. continue to grow like exist as as my as oh, the I body. Loved, I like, but I love him. Yes. I love him I love because cynical, bitter sarcastic I've been doing this a long time, yada 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 he's do, eating, doodly-doo, doodly-doo. Right. My life is terrible. But and also, it, hey hey oh oh wait I like these kids. Do I want that's, children? That's yeah. that is one of the best parts of the movie. It's like I love you go kids. I love these kids. kids. Wait, do I want children? I think I want children. Yeah. It's, okay. Again, spoilers. If you haven't watched Into the Spider Verse, please turn this off right now because it's a great moment and we don't want to ruin it for you. But one of the things that breaks up Peter B. Parker and MJ in his particular universe is that she wants children and he doesn't. Yeah. And. Then he's all like, wait, maybe I rethink uh, yeah. dealing with Spider with Miles and Gwen makes him rethink his position on kids in a way that's yeah. very funny. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And also. Also, can we talk about Gwen Stacy yet? Oh, yes. Because I would like I feel to like, talk about Gwen Stacy okay. now. Uh, this is what we're going to ta- we're going to talk about Gwen Stacy. Right, so don't add us. Don't email us. We don't care if you disagree with this next point that we're going okay. to make. What are we going to make? Is, this, is, yeah. this is my disclaimer. Okay. Your mileage may vary. Your opinions may vary. Uh, you may know more about Spider-Man than we do. Like that is fine. Caveats. That's fine. Yes. Gwen Stacy has never been interesting as a character other than in her death. Yeah. She's never that, been anything else than a tragic I, dead girlfriend. That honestly, the even the, when she was alive, the she little, was kind of like Peter Parker's long-suffering girlfriend, even when she was still alive. See, and then she was Peter Parker's dead girlfriend. As yeah, as someone who who is not <laughs> a super super familiar with the right. with the Spider-Man with the lore, material. the only thing that I know about Gwen Stacy is that she was his girlfriend and then fell she, off a bridge. Well, he she, couldn't catch her. She, he, he, she it was the Green Goblin, I think, that murdered her, I believe. And that's why I the Green Goblin so. is his arch's yes. enemy forever. For Evs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's scratched yes. in his locker. 
<clears throat> yes. But yeah, yeah, but that's like all. He throws her off the bridge. He throws her off the Brooklyn Bridge, and he or, and she he tries to catch her, and he, he misses. He, no, no, he doesn't something. miss. He, oh, he, he webs her, but it snaps the the force of the fall snaps her neck. Oh, so he acts. He well, he uh, couldn't save her. Right, like, but yeah. so he kind of kills her though. No, the Green Goblin kills her. Yeah, like, but, he, but, but, but but he's got guilt because he's he got guilt. He's got guilt. Right, and that's like okay. a, a big, and that was his remotivating factor after the Uncle Ben guilt had kind of worn off. Like, you know, like, he's been doing it a while. Uncle Ben guilt wears off. And he has then, to have more guilt. Then he gets more guilt. Oh. And, you know, Gwen Stacy as a character. So this might come to the whole uh, fact that, that Peter Parker is Jewish. Because <laughs> feeling a lot of guilt there. Well, I mean, he's Catholic and the other, so he's yes. just, poor Peter can't <laughs> like, get getting it from both sides. And yes, both he's realities. got guilt everywhere. No, we were talking That's about that. There was a nice little, um, oops, I hit the microphone. There was a, I'm too animated about this, I'm too excited. Uh, there was, I was telling uh, Emmett that there was a nice little Easter egg for long-term fans of, because uh, there's always been a little bit of a debate about what Peter Parker's religion is and then yeah. he's never it's never actually come up it's not really super part of the character but there's been like there's weddings visually and stuff. catholic ish yeah. overtones not like yeah. it's not like um daredevil where like the catholicism is part right. of the character or or nightcrawler yeah uh this is like you know there's always been kind of a vague christianish overtone but because his writers were jewish there were some jewish things that 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 readers who were Jewish picked up on. Right. And in this movie, they kind of nod to both in a really cute, right. awesome way. Uh, in that, like, on the, the Peter Parker from the reality that Miles is in, they show his funeral, and it's very obviously a Catholic mass. Right. And he's buried in a Catholic cemetery. Yeah. And then Peter B. Parker, when they show him marrying MJ, it's a Jewish ceremony. So it was yeah. like a nice little nod to, you know, not yeah. only that, that kind of ongoing debate, but also his creators. And it was sweet. Yes. And I liked it. It was cute. Um, yeah, but he can't win. He's getting it for both. Yeah. But no, Mary uh, or Gwen, Gwen Stacy has never been an interesting character. No. Sorry, Gwen Stacy fans. She just, like, she just No, was. but her... like, Mary Jane at least had a personality. Yeah. Like, like... Ugh. I, I, blonde, she was blonde. She wore a headband a lot. Like that was like that's pretty much all I could tell you. Yeah, about her. but that but that was but the red haired with the Mary headband Jane Mary the, Jane Mary, also did that. No, no, too. she had a black like a black headband yes. on all the time, but kind so of like did, a Sabrina nod. I guess. Yeah, but so did Mary well Gwen. Did. Gwen Stacy had a black headband. No, it's Gwen Stacy that wore the headband. Yeah, but I remember pictures of Mary Jane basically drawing in. the same draw, drawn the same exact way as Gwen Stacy, just being a redhead. They just put everybody in headbands back then. Headbands yeah. were big in the sixties, yeah, and seventies. Yeah. what we're saying. But, but with that, Spider Gwen is she's so good. Yeah, and and we'll play some more music, and then we'll come back and talk uh, all about her. Gonna make me wait. Yeah, well, because we need to, we have to do the music thing. Otherwise, I what's the point of the show? Yeah, yeah. There you go.
new to me You could bring a bullet, bring a sword, bring a morgue But you can't bring the truth to me Fuck you and all your expectations I don't even want your congratulations I recognize your false confidence and calculated promises All in your conversations I hate people that feel entitled Look at me crazy cause I ain't invite you Oh you important, you the moral to the story You endorsing motherfucker, I don't even like you Corrupt a man's heart with a gift That's how you find out who you dealing with A small percentage you I'm building with I want the credit if I'm losing or I'm winning on my mama, that's the realest shit. Let's talk about love. Is it anything and everything you hope for? Or does it feel it hard? I know it feel it hard.
episode is brought to you by Archibald H. Gearbottom, Robot Attorney. Long have the imperfectly fleshy masses of law doctors, biased by glandular emotional fits, dominated the field of legal discourse. Let the cold logic of steel and the exquisite clockwork engineering of its rhetorical gearbox make objections stay objectionable, pick jurors with laser-guided accuracy, and file motions at speeds of well over 80 miles per hour. Nary a judge will remain unconvinced when its bowler flaps back with a jet of steam, it rears up behind the defense to its court-approved height of 12 feet and interjects, Permission to treat the witness as hostile, deploying cross-examination probe in five, four, three. Archibald H. Gearbottom, robot attorney, court hastily adjourned. And, brewed according to terrifying laboratory specifications, Leon Tangibosh's Every Butter can be used in any instance where one thing can be vastly approved by smearing it with something else. Employ it as a bread topping, industrial lubricant, suntan lotion, or baby formula. Use it to cheat at baseball, cheat on your taxes, cheat on your spouse, cheat death, or subsequently hasten it. Leon Tangibosh's Every Butter. It's apparently helpful. And as always, the clockwork cabaret flitters down from the heavens in mass to clog the streets and driveways of Mad Wasp Radio. Get a shovel. Uh. Contractual endeavor uh-huh. of a relationship with anyone I pleasure, uh-huh. pleasure. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Brother player, let uh-huh. me stop and say that I only paid attention when I heard you mention uh-huh. that he tried to take your treasure. Treasure. Uh-huh. Oh no, he did. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. What then? And as a matter of fact, I would have gave you back, but then he had a heart attack when you made him pack and said his shack without you would be better. But see, what I really mean is that our future queen should never be in frustration with this rock and roll machine. No, no, not ever, ever. Yeah, you know. What? You know how much I want you. You know how much I care. When you go, you know I'm on the front. You know. You know, you know. If you really 
wanna find the answer to this cancer, then we must rewind. Then never mind the first opinion. opinion. You better act so right. To run this game requires fame, your soul and name, and nothing gain unless it's sacrifice, my dear, and solely claim for this dominion. And any question of the deal is met with another man to kneel and reprimand concealed allegations of you sinning, you sinning. Uh, that's a hard part. But that's why, uh, uh, feminine lies and not surprising, recognizing that the power of the breast is just a test that you'll be winning, winning. You got this. Oh, you feed me, baby. baby. You know how much I want you. Prince is the only person who's allowed to do that. <laughs> According to Weird Al Yankovic, yes. Before that, we had Post Malone and Sway B with Sunflower. And starting off our set was Kendrick Lamar and SZA with All, all the Stars. Yes. and Not and, All Stars. No, it's a different movie. All the Stars. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and so so uh, that that set actually was, was my... Uh, I picked those songs because I was think, thinking of the, the Gwen Stacy... Miles Morales kind of little kind of flirty thing going on and cute, and yes. I thought it was very cute and and uh also <laughs> the whole part where Gwen Stacy goes when when she is asked her name and she's like Gwendolyn it's like you no one knows who you are you could have just used your real name you could use your real name you don't have to be Gwanda Gwanda Gwendolana Gwendolana Gwanda <laughs> <laughs> and they and of course everybody's favorite scene yeah. where uh, Miles's uncle tries to teach him to be smooth yes. by putting a hand on a girl's shoulder and be like, "Hey," and he can't get it right. right. And then he tries it, and she's like, "Hey," and then he's like panicked, like, "Oh no, I don't have a follow through." Yes, and Which, then ruins her hair. And and also as so, so someone with social anxiety, I appreciate that because yes. that is. 100% what sometimes happens. You're like, I'm going to practice this intro. And I have this intro, so I cut it down. And you do it, and you're like, yeah. And then there's a follow-up question, and you're like, oh, no! I was not prepared for a follow-up. <laughs> I did not plan for this event. Yeah, also, 
talk to I Sing? didn't think someone would actually talk back to me. Yeah. Panic, I bought. Also, the practicing it never works. Oh no, it never works. But it doesn't stop you. No. Hey kids, if you're a child and you're or no, a child, but if you're a young person listening to this podcast, it doesn't get any better. I'm so sorry. Yeah. And no. sometimes we, we are forty year old we are middle aged women yeah. and we are still like in the mirror, like, don't be weird. It's how you interact with other humans. Yeah, and then some small event happens, and it panics you and sends you into a downward spiral. Yeah, yeah. Or you're, you know, that you're about to, you're, you know, you're about to meet someone you don't know. You're about to be introduced, and your response is, "Hi." <laughs> so I, uh, you host a you host a I, steampunk podcast show, huh? I, uh. Yeah, I do that with my friend. I'm good at words and things, and uh, I really gotta go now. I have to go back to the buffet. So I have to and go eat more shrimp. Eat my shame, my shrimp of shame. At least you try to continue the conversation. I just go, yep. Oh no, I sometimes don't. And then I don't respond any further, which is not how sometimes, conversations Sometimes work. I just stand there yeah. and look at them awkwardly. And I and, nod. And drink my coffee. But Gwen Stacy in this yes. show, it's yes. like, as opposed to, we complained about Gwen Stacy in the comics Ooh, before. Yawn Stacy. Oh, oh, dang. No, she's feel. great. No, the character is awesome. No, like, but she... I love the I love the Gwen Stacy as Spider Gwen. Yes. I love her. I do not like, like No, the she's original. great. The character yeah. is great. They they did like, you know, all the things that you worry about whenever like, oh, young teenage girl superhero. Okay, please don't be creepy. Yeah. Not not creepy at all. No. Awesome. No. Very fun. Fun character. Oh. She's the angst character, yeah. which I loved. Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I also we were we talked briefly about this uh, off off air earlier was about the fact that like oh my god I, we are both torn and appreciative of the fact that they did not go into the fact that she is in a universe where her best friend is grown up is is alive is alive and she is dead and everyone is older than her yeah she like, just the manages people, and, yes. and goes on with her day whereas. Yes. Dad Bod Parker is like, oh, it's ending. But that, but yeah. that is his. But see, that's his arc. Yes, that's his also, arc. Is that he has to get over himself yeah. and try to get back together with his wife, whom he's clearly still in love with, right. or his ex-wife. And yeah. then, and then Gwen's little arc is that she has to op- reopen back up to people because right. she's afraid to lose them. Right. You know, Miles is has to become the Spider-Man for his universe. Yes. Um, and Aunt May just is awesome. Just Aunt May just has to sit there and kick butt, take yeah. names. And also, and we do think that 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 Aunt, Aunt May, May and Doc, Doc, Doc Ock yeah. had a thing. Well, I mean, that's again in the comics is a thing that happened. Aunt May and Doc Ock almost got married. Yes. And I don't believe originally it was a plot. I think that they met in a Lonely Hearts. Yes. Like, yeah. Thing it was like a side thing. Yeah. And then like. He wasn't, they weren't doing it, he wasn't no, doing he wasn't it doing as doing a it suit. to get at Spider-Man. Right. Like, there was, like, and, and then certain writers would play that up, that yeah. they they had this kind of connection, that they right. had all, they, they had a relationship, they had almost fall like, they had yeah. fallen in love, but it didn't work out. And they kind of played with that a little bit, subtly, yeah. maybe, in this, just, 
because Doc Ock in this this reality is a lady. Yeah. Liv Octavius, and she's great. <laughs> like, how is she so good in this? So funny. So good. Yeah. Holy crap. No, it actually makes me like Doc Ock. I mean, it, I d- it depends on the Doc Ock. Like, yeah. Doc Ock is either, like, hot or cold for me. I either yeah. love him or I hate him. I liked the Doc Ock and the Tobey Maguire second. Well, that's because it's Alfred Molina, it's not, yes. and it's hard to dislike it's hard him. To di- well, he's really good at, like, you're, like, he's good. you're on board for him. Yeah. You're, like, kind of, kind of rooting for him a little yeah. bit, you know? But, yeah, no, this one, she's great. She's, like, total mad scientist. Yeah. Also, the, the I sequence. I like her costume. I like I, her costume is cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a whole sequence where she's like, what are your friends? Like, let me guess, your friends call you Doc Ock? She's like, no, my friends call me Liv. And then there's a scene where Aunt May is like, oh, it's Liv. <laughs> Wait, Aunt May, what's going on here? How do you know that? Hey, Aunt May. Also, I, I also am appreciative of the fact that Aunt May is not a throwaway stand yeah. character and that she obviously has some agency yeah and and that oh. she you know she's like the, the alfred pennyworth of the right of the of the spider-man in this entire in this, in this universe and there's a really great very quiet uh very understated scene where oh god yes they walk up to aunt may's house and peter, peter b. b parker, parker yeah. who has lost aunt may in his in his reality uh almost rings the doorbell then he wa- tries to walk away and then there's they're fighting outside and somebody i think flips the yeah the doorbell and she opens the door and like drops a, a flower pot or something yeah. because or she goes to chase whoever it is away right. she got the baseball bat yeah she has and a she goes bat. to chase whoever it is away and then it's she sees him and they, they both have that moment because she's just lost her peter yeah. and and peter b parker has lost his aunt may and they kind of have that this really sweet or this really bittersweet Weird. moment yeah. that's very understated. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because it's only, because it's, it's like, seconds. It's quick. Yeah. It's quick, and she kind of goes, oh, alternate reality version, huh? And he's like, yeah. She's like, mm. You know, but it's, but it is a moment of recognition of loss of someone, you know, and it was very not, yeah. very well handled. For, well, and. Again, for an animated movie aimed at kids. Yeah. Well, and also the fact that you... Because it's the PT movie. Well, yeah. Well, and then you un- realize that she has now met a whole bunch of alternate <laughs> well, spider people. You, that, that becomes... Re- yes. That becomes- and that's why she's like, oh, alternate. But there's, yeah. a, there's a very yeah. there's a very good moment. And yeah, then she introduces him to Spider Noir, which perhaps is the greatest use of Nicolas Nic- Cage's yes. Nicolas Cage-ness in a recent movie history. Uh, oh, so good. Oh, so good. <laughs> And I appreciated I the drink anime. I creams and punch Nazis. Yeah, well, and I appreciated the the anime, the anime right. girl yes, with her spider robot. Yeah. yeah, with her spider robot, and and also Spider Ham. I I actually uh, have read Spider Ham comics. <laughs> you haven't read Spider Man comics. No, but Spider-Ham. I have read Spider Ham comics, and let me just tell you, it it is a it was a joy <laughs> to see. To see him and perfectly voiced by yes. John Mulaney. John Mulaney, yeah, he is. <laughs> it was, I was. I've just washed my hands, and my hand is wet for no other reason than that. <laughs> no, it's just. I, I. Oh no, it's just good. It's yeah, good. it's so good. And we haven't even. I, oh man, we haven't even gotten into how beautifully into, animated it yes. is. Yes, I mean we mentioned it a little bit. It is so good. It is so beautiful. I will say though, as a warning. For people, if you have any sort of uh, 
ocular issues with uh like 3D flashing lights. flashing lights and things like that, you definitely do not want to see the 3D version. Mm, or I no, I haven't seen it, but just from watching the regular version, you can yeah. you can definitely tell where scenes that they want it to be 3D. Right. And and I personally have some issues with 3D stuff cuz it ma- it makes my uh, motion sickness act up a little mm. bit. And so you definitely be aware that it that there are scenes where 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 it get, can get a little much if you're not prepared for it. But I was prepared. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well. Yeah. It, but it is. It, there's. It's, but it is so beautiful. It and is a super busy. Like it is busy and it is bright and there's a lot going yeah. on and there are they they blend the two D animation with flattened colors and patterns and and sound effects yeah i would bubbles i think that i think it is a perfect illustration of a comic book turned into a into an animated film yeah and like like, you don't need us to tell you this though because there are like pages and if you follow my twitter feed you've seen me retweet a thousand things about the brilliance of the animation and how they did it and yeah, you know that step the, by the, step. Yeah, well, it's just the blending of the two D yeah. and three D elements to make it look like a comic come to life. Yeah, and it also works from a storytelling point of view because Miles uses Spider Man comics in the in the plot. Yeah. to figure out what's happening to him after he gets bit by the radioactive yeah. spider, he's flipping through comic Spider Man comics to figure out what the heck is going on. Right. And they're like old school, like yeah. you know the, the old original nineteen sixties yeah. style, and it's so it, the not only is it just a fun visual element because it is based on a comic book, it's also works from a storytelling perspective because that is how Miles parses what is happening to him. He yeah. parses it through a comic book, like this is how he's thinking about right. it. So of course it makes sense that there are. Thought bubbles and sound effects and things happening. Oh my god, the sound effect visuals yeah. are so good. Yeah, because they're used for impact and they're so good. But that that fight scene with uh, Green Goblin, who is like a giant, horrifying. Yeah. They've made yeah, they make it him <sighs> way more monstrous. I think that's more based on the the reality, the universe that Miles Morales comes yeah. from. because it's a you know it's an right. AU, but. Also has one of the best end of credit guys. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anybody could. Anybody remembers the? Oh, what was that? There wasn't. What well, wasn't that a specific Marvel? Uh, the. The, oh well, the the cartoon. It's the it's the Spider-Man. Well, there's the Spider-Man cartoon, but then there's also the the twenty ninety nine. Oh yeah, Miguel yeah. Uh, Miguel O'Hara. Is, yeah, but that. But wasn't that partic- from a particular imprint, Marvel imprint yeah. thing? That, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the Spider Man. Yes, it was in the nineties. I collected them because I had a bunch of different weird Marvel offshoots that came his around. Name was Miguel O'Hara. I think it, I just remember he had a Spanish first name and a super Irish last yeah. name. but but yes, but yeah. it came through. Uh, it was yeah, that was his. There yeah. was the weird imprints of Marvel imprint series of various different. Oh, I don't things. remember. They did a bunch of weird... Yeah, I don't remember if they ha- that was a specific imprint or not. Yeah. But I do remember... I remember the comic. Yeah. I had the, co- I collected yeah. the comic for a while. For a hot minute. Uh, yeah, it's... No, like, I, like, we've already spoiled it for you. Yeah. But I got very excited when we were watching it. I was like, oh, it's my cow! <laughs> uh, well, then I calmed down a little bit. Yeah. But... 
She, and it's, she, she's a little nerdy for Spider-Man. Well, Spider-Man isn't even one yeah. of my favorite guys. He's, no. He's like, I, I enjoy Spider-Man. Well, no, I've well, Spider-Man in the past. No, but but, but, he, but it's the fact that, that... It's so well done. Well, yeah. Well, and it's, when it, oh, and it's well done, and it just... Like, well, it's also uh, the fact that you don't normally collect. You didn't. No, I you didn't, didn't collect superhero comics, at that and point, so I did not. No, yeah, I was. I had. So. <laughs> true story. Got hit on by by the owner of the comic book store where I used to buy my comics as a middling teen, and when his wife wasn't in the shop with him, got creeped out, stopped buying superhero comics for a long time, because of that reason. Yeah. And then I just, my tastes moved on a little bit. And it, the 90s happened, like, hardcore to comic scene, and we all know what that looked like. So, I don't know. I kept collecting X-Men. Oh, the 90s happened so hard, I know. though. There was, a lot of, there was a lot of hard times there for there the X-Men. There was a lot of big... I mean, I still did. There were still... I, I'm not going to say I didn't collect any superhero comics, because I did. I still did. I had the whole Alan Moore... Or Alan Davis run of Excalibur. Yeah, well, I had all of Excalibur, yeah. and I even I had, had a bunch of his, new mutants. Uh, and... His project after that, which was what was the name of that one? I don't remember. It was very Excalibur esque, but it was with all original characters. Um, oh, clandestine. Remember. Oh yes. <laughs> hey, there's a deep dive for you. <laughs> well, I, I had those, and I did the. Chris Bacalau version of um, run on uh, Generation X. Yes, I had all those, yep. Uh, after he stopped being the artist, I kind of lost interest in it. Uh, yeah. What else? <laughs> I had some really early Joe Mad stuff. <laughs> yeah, I was very big into X-Men. Oh, and then they did, when they so. did the alternate, they did the whole AU thing where they had Blink. Oh yeah, so that was Age of Apocalypse. Was the I had all of Age those. Of yeah, I had yeah. all those. Oh, well, yeah. and everything has a friggin' foiled cover. Yeah. I still have a foiled oh, cover or I, something somewhere. You were with me when I sold off all my comics, so <laughs> I almost cried, but I oh. did it because it was pointless. Oh, it's not pointless. No, if you no, no it's it was but. just that I had not read them in a long time, and after a hurricane destroyed a big chunk of my collection, yeah. it kind of made me like, oh, I can't bring but, this back. But I mean, back. I mean, I, I I went mostly into indie comics yeah. at that point, but and manga, which we discussed in their Valentine's Day episode, which we won't revisit. No. but yeah, no, I still I I still have no so I superheroes. Still my toe in the superhero pool of something interested right. me. Well, so I'm gonna play some more music. Okay, and then we will, and oh, then for- I have I have a I have a question for you to okay. mull over. Okay, okay, and since you are a, a far more of a Spider-Man fan than I am, mm-hmm. I'm going to throw this question out for you, mm-hmm. and and you can choose to. Ignore it, or you can choose to. But I would like you to rate okay. the versions of Spider-Man in the movies, or the from comics, movie from 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 a different media, from movies and television versions. Okay. Which ones you which ones you like, like how in what order? Okay, because that because. Comic books, yeah, like like it all just depends on who's writing it at the who's time writing and, it and, who the, and who the and yeah, are and, and who the artists and why and so that's way too that's way too much and okay. also that's a that's a 
bazillion years. <laughs> well, there are also like at one but point I'm, there were like thirteen yes. different Spider-Man. Yes. Like, were you reading Ultimate Spider-Man or were Amazing, you amazing or Spider-Man? Yeah. Were you yeah, like, yeah. oh my god, like it's hard. the wonderful wild world of Spider-Man. And people know. say yeah. comics are hard to get into. I don't yeah. understand. <laughs> It's like, so there are 15 different versions of Spider-Man comics. Which one do you want? And there is a right answer. Oh, yes, on that note, hitting a button. Rhymes ever made by man are going into this mic written by this hand are coming out of this mouth made by this tongue I tell you now my man my name is Young But so you think that this your destiny to get the best of me But I suggest to be quiet but don't even try it from the east and west of me Taking it and never breaking it or even shaking it Grooving it and always moving it cause I'm not faking it Pulling out rhymes like books off the shelf Born in England makes a holler start to go for myself This is stone cold rhyming no frills no fluffs And it's no accident that these rhymes sound tough I'm going off baby there's no turning back I'm on your TV on your album cassette and they track And when the show is finally finished I'll be taking my bath my name is Jung and yo, I got no how. You know what I'm saying? Like the president, I'm making rappers hesitant. Invite me to your house and I'll be chilling like a resident. Yes, cause I'm that type of man, cause I make myself at home no matter where I am. I got it rolling like thunder, making y'all wonder why I'm on top with all the other rappers under. I make no errors, mistakes, or blunders. It's like a wedding, let no man put asunder. My name is Young, I see I like to rock right well. Cause when I get up on the mic, I just release my spell. It's no hocus pocus, I just get you into focus and swarm all over you just like a horde of locusts. Smooth operator, female persuader, spot a fly girl, and in a week I'm on a data. I got the kind of style for the hearing. And now, and I can do it cause I got no how You know what I'm saying? I got no hat Party people I got no hat Bust it Bust it Cause I know what I'm doing I treat them like government gum And start chewing I spit them out when the flavor's gone And I repeat the chewing process Till the break of dawn Cause I'm tough like a bone Slide like Stallone Rocking and clocking on the microphone Smooth like a mirror And hearts that strike terror Rhymes like runs And hits with no errors Cold like a blizzard on the mic I am the wizard With the funky fresh rhymes Coming out of my gizzard Never sneezing, never coughing I rock the mic often Hard as a rock and no sign, I'll soften Making sure I get respect on my mind, rhymes connect I start to build like a builder from an architect Moving all around, above and under the ground You see my face, and then you hear my sound Coming at you with the mic in hand I'm gonna take command just the way I plan Cause I'm a one-man band and you are my fan Don't you understand? I'm like Superman You're the man of steel, don't you know the deal? You better be for real, I got sex appeal This is what I feel, and this here's my vow And now you know the brother with no how You know what I'm saying? I got no how, and I'm chillin', never illin', in my mouth I got two feelings, whatever. 
I'm on a mic, cold stone, getting over. My name is Young, and she's known as the fly, catching over. Kick it. Trying to play court like a game boy. Hit my phone, boy. Is your homeboy? Are you a lone boy? Come give me dome, boy. Got a boy with degrees, a boy in the streets, a boy on his knees. He a man in the sheets. Sheesh, it's all Greek to me. Got this boy speaking Spanish. I hit my beard. Baby, I don't need you. I just wanna freak you. I heard you a freak too. What's two plus two? doesn't come easy but it does come cheap and you can help pay for it simply head over to madwaspradio.com and click on their donate button to help keep shows like ours on the british airwaves or if you like this clockwork of cabarets this crazy thing we do you can donate to us directly by going to agmealtstudios.com and donating one of multiple ways in fact we'll even take unmarked bills slipped discreetly under the nearest lavatory door Thank you. 
D'Angelo in the Vanguard with Sugar Daddy. Before that, we had Lizzo with Bites. And starting off our set was Young MC with No How. And I have my answer. Okay. It didn't right. take me long. Wow, no, it did not. All right. <laughs> I had a feeling right. that you were going to be like, okay, can you wait? Can you wait? Nope. Nope. I you had, do I it. Had, okay. I had it. And, right. and uh, there might, again, don't, don't at me. I don't care. This is my opinion. Yes. Yeah, you're allowed your own opinion. Okay, so uh, we're gonna we're gonna work our way back. Back. So oh, okay. so, so so for top five, top five, we're doing top five. What is your number five version of Spider Man? It's a tie. Oh, and it's my okay. first version of Spider Man. Okay, for both Spider Mans. Yes. Okay. For both, and it is again. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> Terrifying 1970s, the Amazing Spider Man with his scary reflective eyes. Is that the live action? That was the oh, live yeah, action. Yeah. Terrifying. I loved it, and I was both. I both loved it and was terrified. Okay, but excellent. I, I was really into the TV show, the seventies TV yeah. shows of okay. superhero yeah. things. No, that's fine. My, oh, Mighty uh, Isis is my favorite. So right, yeah, right, can, right. Yeah. It's right I, in the same wheelhouse. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's uh, that's tied with uh, the amazing uh, Spider Man and his amazing friends, <gasps> which is the animated one from Hanna Barbera. Yeah, with with Firestorm and yes. and Firestar and, and uh, Iceman. Iceman for some reason. Yeah. Two X-Men characters. See, well, yeah, it took me a long time to figure out that Iceman was supposed to be an X-Man. Yeah. Because I had always seen him with Spider-Man, and I'm like, yeah. why is X? Why is Iceman hanging out with these X-People? He is Spider-Man's friend. Yeah. Get it together, Charles. Yeah. yeah. I don't know I'm blaming Charles Xavier for yeah. it, because Charles mm-hmm. Xavier is a creep. Yeah. <laughs> Join me for my side podcast where Lady Addercop talks comics and Charles Xavier is a creep. Uh, my f- number four version. Yes. And yes. this is controversial. This is a Whoa. controversial one. Actually, the, the top. The, okay. Don't look. Don't oh, look. Oh, no. All right. The, t- the top. The, the, the middle ones are okay. Spider Man, the current version of Spider Man, but in the Avengers. Oh. Not Homecoming. The Avengers. Oh, okay. I like Spider-Man as Spider-Man better in The Avengers than I like him in Homecoming. Homecoming is fine. Homecoming is a good movie. But I like him more in that movie. I feel like he's more Spider-Man in that movie than he is in his own. Oh, all right. Yeah. No, yeah. I like... I, well, it is written by... It is a Marvel movie as opposed a to movie. not a... Yeah. No, it's, it's well, not the Sony part yeah. that bothers me. It's, no, no. it's the... Uh, one of my favorite, again, one of my favorite aspects of Spider-Man is that he just can never seem to get it together. He's the guy that's always worried about cab fare. Yeah. He's like, who's 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 paying for this? Yeah. Are we? Are we like, going Dutch? Are we going Dutch? I don't have pockets? a plane or pockets. And <laughs> like, it's an ongoing joke yeah. about Spider-Man trying to get in the fan, like not the Fantastic Four, but trying to get into the Avengers and yeah. never quite getting in the Avengers yeah. and hooking up with the Fantastic Four, but never quite being a member of the yeah. Fantastic Four. So that's, I like that aspect of Spider-Man because he's the outsider. Yeah. I don't actually belong here. Yeah. <laughs> I got Captain America's shield, guys. Like, hey. And to me, yeah. that's very Spider-Man okay. and I appreciate that. Then in number three. Yes. The first Tobey Maguire movie, Spider Man. This really Tobey Maguire right. Spider Man. Oh. Not my not my favorite Spider Man movie, but and this isn't this isn't there's some parts that haven't aged well, but you like him. You I like, like Tobey Maguire as Spider Man. Okay. I think he was a really good Peter Parker. See, I just 
I'm not talking the third, and we're not talking about the third. But no, I no, think no. I was... just think he would have been. I think he would have been fine if they had aged him more he was and a had him older. and had him. <laughs> he be, wasn't quite a teenager. Yeah, and had him be in college. <laughs> a college student. student. I kind of think I think of him as a college student yeah. and not a teenager yeah. in those movies. I've just aged him up in my brain. Yeah. Because um, he's yeah clearly a guy and is you know not that's not a teenager. But I actually really. He has the right kind of awkward energy yeah. that I enjoy. Yeah, no, I think Tobey Maguire is a, gr- is a great actor. Yeah, and which is why yeah. number two is the better of the two Tobey Maguire's, and that's my number two is the second Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movie. Really? I like Doc Ock in it. I like the scene where everybody on the bridge is throwing crap at him because he's the bad guy. I like the, I, I like that movie. Huh. There's, there's some parts of it I really hate. Huh. And, the the I'm just surprised that you didn't like the 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 animation has not aged well no um see I actually did like I did actually like the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man the first one I like that one better than 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 a Tobey Maguire but see like I I I, I, I like it, but I can tell you more about the two Tobey Maguire movies than I can about that one, even though I've seen them equal numbers of times. Oh, all right, well. So, okay. like, in, in, like, like... I mean, I will say, I do appreciate a Will- Willem Dafoe in the Tobey Maguire... Willem Dafoe is so inexplicable in that movie. He, He's crazy. It's great. Like, and, I like, do love him chewing the scenery. MJ is... The MJ is crap in those movies. Oh, it's Kirsten Dunst. Kirsten Dunst is a fine, a fine actor. But I, I, she's that... The role is... Yeah. They don't give the character... She don't give her anything to do right. with the character. Right. And, like, it's crap. It, yeah. She's just there to be in in danger occasionally. Right. Like, it's... They no. could have put... They like, could have used any. They could have cut her entirely yeah. from both those films. And it, they that would have been the same. All right. Like okay. So all right. So and no, then number no, one is Into the Spider Verse. Okay. But which which Spider Man? Which pers- Spider Man is my favorite? Yes. Miles. Okay. Hands down. I like all Miles. Right. I like Miles. I mean, I love. I, well, you know, I really do like Spider Gwen. She's pretty yeah. great. And Peter. I like the. I like the whole movie. No, no. I'm going with the first one you say. Miles. So, yeah, you said Miles. That was the first right off the top of your head. Yeah, so I, I'm I gonna really, go. Okay. I really like it yeah. as a character. I. Like, you know, it's a character he's easy to identify with. Well, no, I also appreciate And it's fact, his movie. Yeah, I also appreciate the fact that I that it's a different origin story for Spider-Man. Right, right. and they, they, keep the, they keep the uncle death, yeah. but in a way that I felt was way more impactful. Yeah, oh, oh yeah, we didn't even talk oh, about that. Man, and did so that hurt. So this is a major, oh, this major is like spoiler. Spoilers. Major, major spoiler. If you're not familiar with any of this, uh, yeah. Like Uncle, and uh, so we were talk we were talking about this and the fact that that I really liked. I mean, it's terrible, but I really <laughs> liked the fact that they played up the fact that his uncle Aaron is a bad guy. Like he's not just any bad guy; he's a really bad guy. He is willing to murder a child. He is chasing after right. a child. What she doesn't know is his nephew. No, but he knows but it's he a. He knows it's a kid. He knows it's a kid. He doesn't yeah. make any qualms or any kind of like moral issue about that. No, but and, they do that, and they do that after they've already established that a he loves his nephew, right. that they have a very close yes. relationship. They, it's an earned payoff. Yes, it's yeah. not just a. I feel like in a lot of the Spider-Man movies. Well, in the movies, at least, because there's just not there's not yeah. a lot of time. You know, it's yeah. a compressed format. 
that you only get since it's more about Peter's journey, yeah. the relationships he has with the side characters aren't as important as him becoming the superhero. Right. In this movie, the relationships he has with the side characters are very important. Right. So they the payoffs feel much more earned in a way yeah. that I I didn't I haven't uh, experienced with other Spider Man movies. Yeah. I cried when oh. they killed Uncle Aaron. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Because I was. I was. Ac- well, I I didn't cry when he is killed. I actually cried more when his brother finds, finds him. him. Yes. And that's the part that that just ripped me apart. And I was so like worried because I was all like, Ooh! oh, because I was all. Oh well, he's a bad guy, and he knew what he was getting into, and he made the he made that choice. And he, he made, made that, a good choice. I mean, at he the did end. he did finally make a good choice and make sure. But there was that moment where he goes and pulls down Miles's mask. Oh yeah, that's so where good. where and there's you're that not quite and sure you're not what he's gonna yeah do. you you're not quite sure if he's about to kill his nephew. And he just doesn't want to look him in the face, right? Or or whatever. You're like you're really oh, really going. Ooh. And they earned that. Like in Miles is yes. crying, and they yeah. earned that moment because they showed that. But and I managed because because yeah. I was prepared. Right. I was prepared for that. It was the part where he is found. He is discovered by my by Miles's dad. That's the part where I started crying. Yeah. Because it was the him finding and he was just His like brother, right. and he was like I think he even says like oh. Yeah, right. Yeah, and it's a whole like he knew like there was a part of his of the brother who knew that at some point he was going to find his brother like right. this. That he there just, was gonna be a moment. There was gonna be that moment because because they never they never talk they hint at backstory. Yeah, they hint at backstory and they never I like the fact that the bro- that that his uncle and his dad never talk crap about each other. Well, it's it's much like, more realistic it's very... to a family where there's some tension there, yeah. and that the kid is the one that navigates the two. Right. Out. Like like he, he he loves his dad because his dad is his dad, but his dad is also doesn't let him like. You it's know, called it kind him, of a hard ass and kind of protective and very protective, and like you know, end the straight and narrow yeah. and give it a chance and do what's right. You made a commitment. And, like, and his uncle is the one that's like, yeah, relax, what do you want to do? Who right. do you want to be? And be like, creative. Let's right. go, let's, let's go, go re- do some graffiti. Yeah. And, and also, like, you know, your Blow dad off and I some used steam. to do this. Yeah. And, you know, your dad's not a bad guy. You know, you know how yeah. he is. And then, yeah. you know, his dad is all like, well, you know, your uncle's made some choices. And yeah. speaking as having navigated those kinds of yeah. family relationships, it was very realistic. Yeah, that, yeah. Like, no, it's good. And that's why, and I think that's why it was so devastating to yeah. me that when when he when when the brother when his dad finds yeah. Uncle Aaron and and it's like oh, oh. god oh, oh right right in the heart space like, oh. oh my heart well, oh. we we had discussed that that the character beats you know they're coming you yeah. know Miles is going to be the Spider-Man yeah. you know the uncle yeah. is going to die but they feel very earned yeah. in a way that doesn't always happen in superhero yes. movies yeah well and i like the fact that 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 they did the whole, uh, you know, miles, miles, miles of not knowing that he needs to do it, knowing that he needs to help, knowing that he needs to do the right thing, and that he needs to be the hero. Knowing, knowing that that that's what he needs to do. He has these powers. N- knowing all of that, he still 
is a kid right and knows and and is afraid of of what that entails and mm-hmm. and and it never feels it never feels forced no. to me and it never feels uh it never feels phony it also doesn't feel like the other characters are trying to when the other characters are trying to protect him it's not a judgment on him as a person no like, you know no I, mean? I like the in fact that, that all like, of the you no know, i like the fact that all of the other spider people just like he's just not ready you're not, not ready there yet we yeah. can't put him into the line right. we can't put him in the line of fire because he'll get killed and we're right. not going to be that that we're not going to do that right and it's not a he's too much of a wuss well no and i feel like it's you know. a lot of it it's because no they have all been there yeah they have all been there and they have also all lost people <laughs> Sorry, are, now I just did it. We are too excited about this. So, and they have all lost sorry, people, and so they don't want to put Miles in, right, into, that, else. into that position. And they all like him, yeah. too. So because And that's one of the things that I also... And main character that cries at several points in the movie. Yes. And it's never, like, male main character crying in the movie, never a thing. Yeah. Like, you know, like, yeah, the no. character's allowed to be vulnerable, the characters are allowed to yeah. be messed up. Even, even the... The side characters that are doofy right. are allowed given space to yeah. be upset and vulnerable. And there's yeah. like a really nice sequence with I think it was uh the the spider noir and the spy dar. Yeah. Like that he takes her hand and like kind of, you know, yeah, like a little because sweet it's a moment. little kid. She's yeah. a little girl like she's a kid, you yeah. know. Yeah, no, I I am it's good. We have it's gone on about this movie right. a lot. So, Let's play some more music. And then you give me your at least you don't have to do top five, oh, but give God. me your top Three Spider-Mans. Oh, God. Okay. Give me your Spider-Mans. All right. All right. This will be fun for no one. Kill the man! Kill the man! 
like your weapon strikes And if you ain't down, bullshit Say something
of Clockwork Cabaret. Uh, she's Lady Undercuff. And she's Emma Davenport. And remember, no matter what it is we're doing, it is always made with love. Thousand thermometers, two thousand surrounding us. Travel two thousand kilometers to hang out with us. What's up, danger? What's up, danger? Cause I like high chances that I might lose I like it all on the edge just 
lazy, I'm on my own If I'm waiting, it's on my throne If I sound lazy, just ignore my tone Cause I'm always gonna answer when you call my phone Like, what's up, danger? Like, what's up, danger? This is Mad Wasp Radio, home of the hits.